Okay, what's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce the guest, man. Today we have two absolute gangsters coming out of Fight Academy Ireland. Two lads taking fights on short notice for Cage Warriors 145 over in London. It's Paddy McCurry and Sean McCormack. Lads, how are we doing? Very good, lads. What's the crack? Doing very good, lads. Very lads, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, is right. Uh, this is getting very exciting. Sean, when did you get the opportunity to fight on this card and how excited are you to actually do it? Because this is one of the biggest cards of the year. Yeah, I got the shout there on, uh, I think it was Tuesday night, there were some rumours coming, and then Wednesday, a bit of back and forth, and then Thursday, the, the fight finally got announced. So, uh, happy to jump at it, you know, I've actually been getting ready for it, I knew, I knew with these shows, you know, there's always a pull out here and there. I thought Big Paddy had stole James Webb, another middleweight, I was like, fuck's sake, I missed that one. But then, luckily, <laughs> Open Elliott's opponent dropped out, and I, I, I got the shout, and I'm happy to jump in there, so I'm looking and uh, tell us this, Paddy, what about yourself? Uh, obviously, going up against a former Cage Warriors middleweight champion. No hesitation stepping in? No chance, mate. I, no, 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 not at all. No hesitation for me. I couldn't have said yes any quicker. We're coming for all the smoke, mate. We're in the gym day in, day out, twice a day. We're not turning any fights down. And, Sean, just to ask yourself, do you, do you have something against Wales, or is this just the way your career is playing out so far? <laughs> It's the way it's playing out, mate. It's just yeah. taking these taking these short notice fights against these Welshmen, you know. Another another dragon to go over and slay. So I'm I'm happy to do so. Guys, do you? Uh, I'll start with yourself, uh, Paddy. Uh, do you think like going in on short notice, fighting such a, a seasoned vet and such a well known name, Kate Warriors, Do you think that like catapults you right up there to the top of the division? Yeah, well, it all depends on and how, how I beat him. You know what I mean. If I go in and put him away, then it kind of makes a statement. You know what I mean. But uh, if I go and kind of grind the winner to, against him, then it wouldn't really be putting me in the top of the division. I still have to have a few more wins to get to the top of the division. But if I go and deal with him, how I'm planning on dealing with him, then it'll put me at the top of the division. Yeah, but I'm in no rush. You know what I mean. I'm still early on in my career. It's just a great opportunity. So. Why not take it? You know what I mean? I'm just coming off the fucking sofa. Late notice. So the pressure's on him. He has to put me away. He has to beat me, doesn't he? That, that's the way it looks. You know what I mean? He, he'll obviously be be the favourite going into it, but experience-wise and stuff like that, you know, definitely on paper. But uh, you know you know what happens? Fights don't play out on paper. So it'll be very exactly. interesting to see. And then yeah. obviously, uh, Sean, for yourself, you know, Oban sort of grown up in Cage Warriors. Like that's, this is where his entire fight career has nearly been. Um, any hesitation in jumping in there against him or do you relish the chance? Oh, relish the chance, absolutely. You know, I think the biggest loss here would have been not taking this opportunity. Um, I get into the sport for these moments and this moment's presented itself. And like, I ain't going to come over there and steal like all the hype that he's got off him. Um, fair play to him for taking the fight, coming up a weight class in the middleweight. Uh, but he'll he, he learn very quick that that was a mistake. And then uh, I'm going to go with yourself, Sean, because I uh, I know both of you guys missed out on Cage Warriors Belfast. It was a homecoming, and I'm sure both of you guys are very disappointed. But with the amount of Fight Academy Ireland guys on this card now, with Paul Hughes headlining, will this feel like a home court advantage when you step in the, in the cage November 4th with the amount of people going over? Definitely. Definitely. There's there's a serious amount going over. I'm, I'm not sure how many, but I know there's a couple of hundred going over at least. And uh, like I'm sure 
Now, I know they were saying no flags in that arena, but I'm, I'm sure there'll be a few snuck in under, underneath the jerseys. Absolutely. Ross, we all have to wear different glasses, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, we obviously had you on before with Jordan O'Neill, and it was ahead of Belfast, and like obviously yeah. that boy fell off. Do you think this card is now an even bigger card, or do you think the Belfast card was a bigger card? No, no, I think this is a bigger opportunity, mate. It's just God's timing, isn't it? Whenever that happened, I was I was absolutely disgusted. It was heartbroken, to be honest. And uh, I was thinking I'm never going to get a bigger opportunity in this to make my kids Warriors debut. And then here we are, you know what I mean? 0-2 against the former world champion. Like, whenever I go and put this guy away, it's going to be a much bigger statement than it would have been if I put that bomb Jordan O'Neill away, you know what I mean? I get you. And then, Sean, this is obviously going to be your second appearance in the Cage Warriors cage. Uh, you fought in Wales last time. And we were, we had Oban on the show during the week, and he said he sized you up over in Wales. So, like, when you came across Oban, like, what did you think? Just thought he was a lightweight walking around, to be honest. And then I realized he was fighting that big bag of bones in Matt Bonner. So, <laughs> and I thought Matt Bonner looked a bit just worn out at the weigh-ins. I was like, Flip, Bonner's going down to lightweight, but turned out he was going down to welterweight. But uh, as I said, both of them just, just you know, just a small guy, like so. If he's saying he's trying to size me up, I think that's hilarious. He'll, he'll soon feel my size when he gets in the cage of me. Yeah, for the people not actually going over to the event, this event <coughs> is live on UC Five Pass as well. Uh, Sean, this is Paddy's debut in the Cage Warriors cage. What sort of voice would you know ahead of London? Advice, yeah. Uh, see, Paddy's like me, we both relish in these big moments, you know, that's when we both come alive. Um, we like. Pressure makes diamonds to us. Um, we've been putting the work in for years. I see this guy more than I see my family, you know what I mean? I'm sick of looking at him. Um, so, man, I don't even need to give him advice. You know, all the advice uh, we've been giving to each other back and forth over the years, uh, just to go in, enjoy the moment, relish it, and put on a show. Uh, yeah, for the people that tuned in last time for Paddy's face-off with Jordan O'Neill, at the end of the show, Paddy made the show very viral by asking Jordan to put his fight purse on the line. And lads, we're just thinking now, will you two lads put your fight purse up against each other to see who gets to, to win the quickest? Definitely <laughs> not. Me and John are going to go over and spunk his purse about two hours after anyway. That's so it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, Absolutely. anyway after. <laughs> whoever, whoever gets the quickest win, the other person has to buy the other lad a point. There you go. Yes. First, first round on the man, he gets the, the quickest win. <laughs> we, we call that the purse curse now anyway me and me and Garrett we're not we're not betting our purses anymore we've tried to do it with three of our opponents and it's all three of them have pulled out so no more betting purses for me fuck that guys can I ask you a question despite your opponents having obviously a lot more experience especially on the cage where you're seeing the new guys is there a slight advantage for you guys that like their footage is so much more widely available like you can probably watch six or seven James Webb fights and Sean you could probably watch four or five Oban fights is that an advantage to you guys that you have so much uh, easy access to footage on them I, I don't even I don't really give a fuck about watching opponents to be honest man I just really leave that down to my coaches I know my coaches have a great understanding of both of our opponents games and they're very knowledgeable so we obviously train every area of mixed martial arts if there's any holes in our game it gets exposed in our gym there's high level rounds after, one after another if they're, if you're in any way not up to scratch in any area you're going to get exposed like you can't be training the Fight Academy Ireland seven days a week and having holes in your game at least a professional level anyway. Obviously, whenever you're amateur and it takes time to patch up all these holes in your game, but if you're a professional in our gym and you have a hole in your game, it's going to get fucking exposed every single day until you fix that up, you know what I mean? 
me and Sean are perfect for each other. We're like very different styles. And if there's ever somewhere Sean isn't up to scratch, then trust me, I'm going to be using that to try and fucking get around him and sparring him. And it's the same with me. Like if I go up and I'm one part of my games off one day, Sean will make me fucking pay for it. So that's why it's so good being in a gym like Fade Cat in Ireland, you know what I mean? I don't really like be like, oh, I need to watch this guy, to watch that guy. Like I'm constantly evolving as a mixed martial artist and trying to be the best fighter I can be. So the more experienced and the better these guys are, the, be- the better it is for us because the more we can test ourselves against them, you know what I mean? See what see what works and see what doesn't. Yeah, that's exactly you- it. Setting that, it's setting that higher bar and now we have to rise up to that level, you know, of expectation. But like both of us are, we've been putting the work in for years. You know, that I only made my amateur debut four years ago, but you need to look, there was a lockdown in the middle of that and all as well. Like we've been working in the shadows yeah. like, and now when we get put out into the light, it's all going to show. Yeah, exactly. Over that lockdown, we were up grafting. We we closed the gap with a lot of people in that lockdown. Right a lot there. of people more experienced than us may have took some time off or slacked off in lockdown. We probably trained more in lockdown than we ever have. Yeah. We were fucking ours day, just a small elite group working on ourselves, waiting for moments like this to roll around. Like in the lockdown, we were up training twice a day and we weren't able to have any fights. And no one really sees the work they're putting in, but they're going to see this week the, put, the work that we've put in. Paddy, we obviously saw it during the week you were training with uh, Michael Conlon, like one of Ireland's like best ever boxers. Like, what's it like training with Michael Conlon? Yeah, just just being around mains like that, mate. It just forces you to level up. Like, I when I boxed, I used to box for St John Bosco when I was a kid, and that's Michael Conlon was his dad was my coach. So whenever I was a kid, Mick Conlon used to beat the fuck out of me, and he'll tell you. I'm <laughs> whenever I was like 12, 13, 14, there used to probably be three or four of us at that age. And we would go in and do 10, 11, 12 rounds with Mick, you know, like just swapping every round. And he would beat the fuck out of us. Like, and uh, I can remember at the time, his dad was always like, uh, this, you'll thank your, you'll thank uh, for this whenever you're older. At the time, I was like, fuck me, this is hectic. But now when I'm older, I realize how beneficial it was because you never really feel overwhelmed um, whenever people... Or attacking you or countering you whenever you're used to someone of mixed pedigree countering you and giving you hands from such a young age so i've been literally like i've been fucking going on runs and trying to keep up with mick for nearly a decade now from i was a proper public so he's just someone i've always looked up to like in the area that uh, i grew up in there isn't there isn't much good uh role models so to speak there isn't really like anyone in our area with good things like they're not really good role models you know what i mean they're not getting it the right way but mick was always someone who was doing his own thing and just down his own path and working hard and then now when you see where he is today and see that all that hard work's paid off it's priceless to see someone like that from your own area doing great things you know what i mean all yeah. i can do is take inspiration from mick to be honest yeah shout out to mick he's been on the show before and also he was rocking the energized glasses a while ago roscoe he must be taking fashion tips off you yeah, he must be. He must be. He he loves it. He loves it. He's he's always energized. That fella <laughs> makes the man. He, he really, really is. Uh, what a man! What a man! I, 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 what's called any time I think of him, I just think of him giving the judges the fingers in the Olympics so oh. straight away. It's the first thing that comes to mind, and I love it. Sean, <laughs> uh, um, first of all, we have to give your brother Gareth a massive shout out as well. Um, he's an absolute it's top man. man. But also in the gym, Sean, like you have the the world champions, like um. 
you know, Paul obviously competing in the main event against Jordan Bichenich and also John McCulgan. Like, what's it like training with these these lads? Because obviously in the build-up to Cage Warriors 145, Paul's been putting out these videos. They've been very in-depth. Like, we all know how stoic he is. Like, what's it sort of like being around these lads and knowing that one day you want to reach that level? Well, that's there's just having them around. They're, they're great minds, as Paddy was saying there with Mick Conlon, you know, being around these people who are, who are like steps ahead of you in the game you know they're set they're setting out a path to follow but like as Paddy will tell you like having Joe McCogan and Paul uh, especially Joe coming up to this fight because Joe obviously isn't fighting he's so is the man who's worth his yeah he's taking care of us he's he's looking into the the minor details he's fixing the, the small things that need fixed it's it's absolutely like unbelievable to have him um, and like the gym itself Pat and Shando uh, just putting in like hours and hours of work you know, that isn't seen, you know, and, and they only get that small moment of glory as well after the fight, you know, but, yeah. uh, and, and also all the other, the other fellas in AFA, like that, that's an army up there and it's just iron sharpens iron, uh, constantly being the nail, like me and Paddy, like two, per, two of the, the younger pros coming up now, but we're still being the nails every day in there, you know, we give it out the other time too, but, you know, it's iron sharpens iron. Having Joe yeah. around is like, university professor just sitting constantly yeah. in your game just giving you the knowledge that he's learned over the years like I couldn't be more grateful for having Joe around and it just fills you with confidence knowing you have someone there who's been there and done it and someone who's so knowledgeable and smart like everything that Joe does and says like he's not just a wee meathead tough guy who who could have an old scrap or two like Joe's a very clever man and you know everything that he's that he's saying to you that he that he's fought through and he's saying for a reason and another guy in the gym who doesn't get too much of a mention is the lumberjack, Lucas. He's one of the main men also in the gym. Like uh, Lucas doesn't fight, but coming up the gyms, or coming up the fight. Sorry, Lucas is always up rounds and always helping with the fighter circuits, even before fights. Whenever you're warming up, Lucas literally comes in cage conflicts. For example, Lucas will be there from the first fight to the last fight, and he'll warm up every single fighter, do rounds with every fighter, amateur right through the pro. Like Lucas is. Is just as as a as a vital part uh, of the puzzle in Fight Academy Ireland, but he doesn't get that much of a mention. So shout out to Lucas, well, the lumberjack. Yeah, yeah. We, we actually yeah, said we, it before. There is something special with Fight Academy Ireland. Uh, but Baz always brings up when uh, Joe won that belt and brought it back home, and uh, that scenes when he came into the gym like that. That that must have been a very special moment, especially for someone like Joe who's fought so hard his entire career. And you're right, he is extraordinarily uh, intelligent. Like, if you meet Joe and speak to him uh, and you didn't look at his ears, you'd probably be like, that fella's definitely not a fighter. But he's a nice <laughs> boy as well. <laughs> I, I actually got a funny story. Um, big big Garth, he, he's a firefighter and he was on the machine. And he says Joe McCogan was strutting past. He had his wee backpack on and his wee shirt. He was going into work. And uh, Garth was like, see that guy there? He was saying to all the firefighters, he's like, that, that guy there would fuck you up. Like, He's like one of the top fighters in the world, and every one of them is like, "No chance, mate! That guy was like third." <laughs> uh, we also want to give a shout out to Troy Gibson as well, and we're hoping to see him on a Cage Warriors card soon. Ross, the amount of Irish talent that's coming into Cage Warriors now, surely there's going to be a few Cage Warriors Irish events next year, yeah? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think uh, Bell Vaps is going to start. I think Graham tried to target two for this year. It didn't really work out in his favour. I think Dublin's hard for venues at times, and I think that's that's where there's an issue in getting a, a Dublin venue, but uh, I, I guarantee that they'll probably be back in Belfast again next year, especially with all the uh, Fight Academy Ireland talent. I think um, 
the Cage Warriors guys do a great job of targeting certain gyms and they're like, right, let's get the top talent out of these gyms. And it really creates a sort of, you know, funnel for new talent to come through. And it also gives fighters a chance to be like, right, well, if I want to go to fight in the UFC, I can go through Cage Warriors and these are the gyms that are getting the Cage Warriors fighters on. And it creates that uh, great opportunity for these guys who want to start out doing mixed martial arts on how to get the journey to the UFC. Like Joe, Joe and Paul have just kicked in the door for us now. Like them going to win a Kids Wars World Title. Like the much good energy and belief that that's just passed down through the gym. Like see now that they've kicked in the door for us, there's going to be waves of us coming through. Like me and Sean are obviously next in lane, and we've been busting our balls for years now, and we're just about to get our opportunity. But as you say, Troy's coming. Troy is an absolute stud, and then Smiley, Jared Burns as well. Like wait till you see. Wait till he gets a hold of a couple of these top European flyweights and you'll see the level of Smiley as well. Um, and then we don't even need to mention any amateurs like Kieran Coogan. You all, all know the crack with the amateurs and the younger guys, but Joe and uh, Paul have basically paved the way for us now. And now everyone's starting to believe that they can do it. You know what I mean? All you need to do is show up to the gym. All areas in our gym are getting covered. So if you show up and you're there twice a day putting the graft in, the fucking pathway's there for you now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I suppose if you're a young man around the Belfast area, get yourself into Fight Academy Ireland because uh, you won't regret it. Even if you don't want to fight, you know what I mean? It's great to just learn a bit of self-defense. And uh, Patrick McAllister and uh, Shando, they'll look after you up there as well. Two absolute staples of the Irish MMA game. There's not, there's probably not uh, an event going down in Ireland where you won't see uh, one of the two boys at least at it. So yeah. uh, shout, out, shout out to the lads there as well. Yeah, shout out to the lads. Without them two, we're fuck all. Like there's there's oh, nothing in Belfast. There's no there is no MMA scene in Belfast without Pat McCoster, Liam mm. Shannon. Like they they are the the much hours that they put in, you literally leave like. Oh, absolutely, um, guys. W- before we wrap things up, uh, we'll, we'll start with yourself, Sean. H- how do things go, um, November fourth? How do you get your hand raised? I think I just go in and assert my dominance and. Uh... I'm just going to bring it to him, mate. You know, I've got nothing to lose in this fight. Like, I'm going out there for a good scrap, put on performance. And I know he's going to bring it too. You know, he is, he is the Welsh gangster for a reason. He likes to come out for a scrap. But I think, you know, it's, it could be confidence, but I see it as arrogance. He's coming up in the middle of it. He's going to feed my leather. And uh, I'm going to put him out in the first round. Lovely. Um, Paddy, how did you get the job done November 4th? I finished James Webb on November 4th. He's already had his crack at the whip. It's my turn now. And question, do you have any tickets left, lads, before we plug them for you? You have to get them on the black market. That's how popular this event is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lads, thank you very much for having us on. No, thanks for lads for joining us. Uh, for people tuning in, make sure to check out Cage Warriors 145 London on November 4th, live on UC Fight Pass. Ross, take us away, bud. Guys, thanks a million for coming on. Really appreciate your time. Looking forward to seeing you live in person on November 4th, Cage Warriors 145. If you've been watching this on YouTube, make sure to like, share, subscribe, hit the bell notification to catch all the energized content. And as always, stay, stay energized. energized. Up the fucking mob. Energized show. Up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing. Some interviews with Dylan Moran and that I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.